There is no secret formula for better customer service. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot, bringing service and support together in one powerful platform so you can deliver the best experiences possible and free up a rep's time with an AI-powered help desk. Also, you can easily support and grow your customer base. Secrets out, everybody. Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to learn more. What's going on, everyone? It's Friday, January 6th, 2023. Still getting used to saying that one. I'm Zachary Crockett here with Juliet Bennett-Ryla, and you're listening to The Hustle Daily Show. Today, we're talking about non-compete agreements. If you work in tech or at pretty much any big company, there's a decent chance that your employment contract includes one. And with the wave of layoffs going around right now, a lot of employees are wondering what their rights are. Well, the Federal Trade Commission has the same question, and they're looking to potentially ban them. Juliet's going to break down what that means. But first, let's take a look at what else is going on in business and tech today. New York City banned chat GPT on devices and internet networks that belong to the state's education department. That's due to concerns surrounding negative impacts on learning and content accuracy. Schools can still request chat GPT access for the purpose of studying AI, but if you're a student looking to cheat, uh, you're SOL there. In other AI news, the International Conference on Machine Learning has also banned authors from using AI for writing their scientific papers. Uh, overall, not a good day for the computer hive mind. Dell plans to shift production of all of its chips outside of China by 2024. The company is the third largest computer manufacturer by shipments, and China is by far the largest chip production hub in the world, so that's big news. Peloton will pay a $19 million fine over a treadmill defect that can reportedly pull and trap users under the machine. Regulators say that Peloton received 150-plus reports about its Tread Plus feature before it notified them. And this all comes in the midst of Peloton's effort to reclaim its former glory. Remember, just two years ago, the company's stock was around $160 a share. Now it's at about 8 bucks. While we're talking about lawsuits, if you had to fix an Apple MacBook butterfly keyboard, you have until March 6th to file a claim for up to $395. That's part of a $50 million settlement by Apple. And lastly, the Association of Pickleball Professionals estimated that the number of players ticked up between August 2021 and August 22 to 36.5 million players. That's up from 5 million just uh, a year earlier in 2021. All right, Juliet. So setting us up for the conversation here, do you just want to fill us in on what a non-compete is? A lot of us have seen these in our employment contracts, but might not know what they are. Yeah. So basically, let's say you get a new job and you have to sign one of these agreements. It's essentially an agreement that would prevent you from working for or starting a competing business if you leave that job. And that could be whether you quit or whether you get laid off. Mm -hmm. Now, usually these are for a period of time, like about a year, and they also come with geographic boundaries. So let's say you have a job in New York, but your family for some reason is moving to California. You can probably do that. And then once you get to California, non-competes are illegal anyways. Mm -hmm. So these are pretty controversial. Some states have already banned them, like I said, California, mm -hmm. also North Dakota. And now the FTC is arguing that they should be banned nationwide because they trap workers in their jobs. Hmm. They decrease competition. They result in lower wages, not just for the person that has signed the non-compete, but market-wide. And they create a lack of new businesses, entrepreneurship, 
and innovation. Because if you have a great idea based on the work you already do and you want to go start a startup, that could be considered a violation of your non-compete. So you're kind of delayed in doing that. Sure. And these non-competes, you know, about 20% of all U.S. workers are subjected to them. Does the FTC have any kind of estimate on sort of what the economic impact might be for workers? Were these to Mm -hmm. be banned? Yeah. So their estimate in the press release that they put out announcing this proposal said that it could increase U.S. workers' earnings by almost $300 billion annually. They they gave Mm -hmm. kind of a wide range, but the the top end was close to $300 billion. So between $200 and $3 billion. Okay. Huge, huge impact. According to the FTC, who's opposed to this? Is there anyone who wants non-competes to stay in place? So I did read some opposition. The U.S. Chamber of Commerce is actually considering a lawsuit, according to the Wall Street Journal, because it doubts that the FTC actually has the authority to enact such a ban. Hmm. And then some of the other proponents of non-competes, when I was looking at reasons why people like them, some say they protect confidential company and customer info. They also encourage employers to invest in their employees because they anticipate that they won't be leaving. So Hmm. they educate them, they train them, and they don't want to lose that employee who they just put all this time and money into who just goes and runs off and joins a competitor, essentially. Sure. Yeah. Like I actually, you just taught me, I didn't know that non-competes apply even if you're fired. That seems like kind of a truly bizarre situation. It's like, it's not out of your own choosing. And then you're sort of stuck in this Kafkaesque situation where you can't use your skills for a similar company. Yeah. See, I didn't really know that either. And then I was reading a specific story in the Wall Street Journal that was talking about a guy. He worked at a recycling company in Illinois. He was like a sales manager, Mm -hmm. got laid off, found another job that was similar and then was threatened with legal action by his old employer. Ridiculous. So then he quit the job he just got. I mean, these laws, they vary in every state. Like I said, mm-hmm. California, you can't use one at all. I think Georgia, I was reading, has some of the more flexible ones for companies so they can extend them for up to two years. So they're just kind of all over the place. The thing with the FTC is they just want to get rid of them almost entirely. They would still apply to people buying and selling companies, and they don't affect existing NDAs. Okay. So you can still sign an NDA with your company and not take trade secrets elsewhere. Oh, interesting. Okay, I totally understand where businesses are coming from, not wanting, you know, really skilled employees with sort of niche skill sets going and sharing trade secrets with other companies, other competitors. Mm -hmm. But as you said, where this gets kind of muddled is, (laughs) you know, if someone works in a job where there's sort of limited opportunities elsewhere, what the hell are they supposed to do? They've acquired a skill set and they want to go use those skills somewhere else. Uh, Like I was reading a a couple examples from the FTC. So they, earlier in the week, they cracked down on a few non-competes and they were providing examples of what kind of non-competes they were specifically going after. Mm -hmm. And one was a company that hired security guards. And a lot of times they would keep these security guards at near minimum wage, but then not allow them to work for any other security firm within a 100 mile radius. Mm. And then they would threaten them with a fine of like $100,000 if they left. So that's one example where, okay, you're a security guard. You want to go work somewhere else that offers you a higher wage, but this company won't let you. And it's like, what else are you supposed to do? Right. That just seems like straight up like corporate entrapment. (laughs) Yeah. And as the FTC was arguing, you know, these these have kind of gotten really broad. They're not applying to just like really high managerial positions who know a Mm. lot of confidential information, who are making a lot of money. They've gotten really quite broad, applying to a lot of lower wage jobs as well, where people are trapped and they feel like they can't leave. Wow. Okay, that's also really interesting. For some reason, I've just always thought of non-competes as strictly applying to sort of high paying white collar jobs where Mm -hmm. there are really sensitive trade secrets at play. But this is definitely not the case, it sounds like. 
Yeah. And I totally get, let's say you work at, I don't know, Facebook, and then you go start a new Facebook using all the things you learned at Facebook. Like I I can get how that would be a problem. I wouldn't say that I've encountered a non-compete quite like that, but even when I've been working at some media outlets, they have said, oh, you can't write for anybody else and it doesn't even matter what kind of writing it is. Mm. And then that really impacted my income because it's like, okay, well, I can only make this set salary here, but if I can't even write something for another outlet that we would never, never publish this, (laughs) like that's also not allowed. So there are a lot of instances, I think, where an employer just does a little bit of an overreach. And I think that's really what the FTC is trying to get at here. Sure. So this proposal was thrown out yesterday on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Any sort of indication on where this is headed next or the, the timeline is? So public comment, 60 days. So you got 60. Wow. If you have an opinion on this, you get 60 days to issue public comment and then it'll move forward from there. I think it's worth noting, too, that Lena Khan is the FTC commissioner. She was mm-hmm. appointed two years ago by the Biden administration. And when she was getting ready to take over, there were a lot of big companies, Amazon and Facebook among them, who saw her as like a a radical antitrust person. Mm. So they did not want her to be appointed. And, you know, it seems like she actually is going kind of hard on some of these things. She blocked Microsoft's acquisition of Activision recently, and now she's got this big non-compete thing. So she is kind of uh, doing what they feared, although in some ways it obviously seems like it will benefit the worker. Sure. Well, if you've got thoughts on this, you got 60 days to voice your public opinion. So make your voice heard. That's going to do it for us today. Thanks for tuning into the Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today, Robert Hartwig, our executive producer, Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. And if you're not subscribed to that, you can go get yourself signed up at the hustle.co slash email. We'll catch you next week. Hey, everybody. I got a great podcast to tell you about. It's called Truth, Lies, and Work. And it's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. On this show, you can join husband and wife team Alan, Leanne, Elliot as they dispel myths, impart wisdom, and answer all your questions about finding, keeping, and motivating great people. They actually just did an episode with John Smith, who is the manager and agent of famous Argentinian soccer player Diego Maradona. He talks about in this episode how he was able to manage the global superstar athlete celebrity that Maradona is and was. It's a great listen. You better get out there and check it out. And you can listen to Truth, Lies, and Work wherever you get your podcasts.